What's going on? Hope you are good. Welcome back. So, Q&A episode number two. Q&A episode number two. This one's going to be a little bit more coaching related, isn't it? Or it, the questions have come from other coaches. Yeah. So, it's a bit more of a behind the scenes of how we coach. Yeah. So, it's still going to be applicable to everybody listening. Yeah. Um, or some of it is. Like, there's one, maybe one question. Yes. <laughs> don't stop listening or watching, please. Please. <laughs> um, but no, they've come, the questions have come from coaches. So, it's maybe a little bit more of an insight into how we do things behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to kick us off? Because I think you've got a few more than me. Yes. I don't have many, yeah. uh, many, many followers. So uh... Let's bring them up. Let's bring them up. God, what have I done right? Okay, so so we've got one which is... I'd say we'll do that one at the end, right? Because that one that one is a bit more kind of coach-y, if that makes sense. So we'll start off with these. So if, I, if nobody knows, we are, which everybody should know if you're listening to this, um, we're currently doing Blitz, which is a 12-week fat loss plan and at the end of it we're doing a photo shoot Chris mm -hmm. Bailey Studio it's going to be amazing if you're not on it why aren't you on it do the next one um, <laughs> that'll be in the new year what the next in the new year January. yeah so we'll be uh, we'll be firing out loads of results hopefully in uh, in December time probably yeah it will be yeah, yeah. yes um, but yeah so one of a coach has asked how are you guys breaking oh, I lost it how are you guys breaking down mapping out people's 12 week photo shoot journey so basically how we map it out. Yeah. 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 So to be honest with you, like there's, there's nothing that magical, is there? <laughs> not really. Not. No, because it's a bit different to one-to-ones where you've got a yes. sort of generally a bit more of an open-ended time frame for it. So you can be a bit more specific. Okay, we'll, we'll allocate X weeks to... Gaining muscle. Yeah. The diet fat loss. Uh, this, that, and the other. Whereas with, with Blitz, with a 12-week photo shoot prep, it's kind of just a case of we just hit the ground running yeah and 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 we go with it especially depending on on that person's start point um just make sure i'm actually that's in front of me um yeah it, it depends on how much weight that person's got to lose like they might not in 12 weeks be able to get like shredded shredded for a shoot but you can guarantee from where they started they can get make it's gonna a big, be a big massive difference. change yeah um so typically we 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 just we start relatively low i mean what percentage deficit do we put them into to begin with would you say it's probably for blitz is quite aggressive so as jake says you know blitz is it's 12 weeks so whereas our one-to-one -one coaching clients um i've got one guy for example who's doing the photo shoot next summer and we're in a gaining phase right now so he's gaining yeah. muscle and then he'll diet back down next year and his gain his dieting phase will probably be more like 16 weeks yeah potentially yeah um so, you know, it, it just depends on the person and, and, and it depends on where they're at. But for Blitz, for, so for this particular question, um, I believe they're going at about a 25% yeah. deficit. So it's quite aggressive. Um, but again, as Jake says, you know, the, the whole idea behind Blitz is we, we literally label it as aggressive fat loss. It is, you know? yeah, it is. <laughs> so, but they get refeed days to begin with in that. So they'll have, days. typically to start with, they'll have five days a week where they're aggressively dieting and then they'll have two days a week where they're in a refeed day which will still be like a 10%-ish deficit. Yeah. It'll be closer to maintenance, but not quite maintenance, so they are still in the deficit. And that's just two days a week. They can take whenever they want. It could be Saturday, Sunday. It could be Wednesday, Sunday. It doesn't really matter. Um, I, the only caveat I give is if they are used to training and they train quite well, probably put one of them on a leg day just because it's quite demanding. Apart from that, do what you want with it. Um, so they have two days a week where it's a little bit easier and they can sort of not feel like they're dieting quite as much. And then the rest of the week, it is just... We're, we're pushing as hard as we can. And then it's from there, it's just a case of us getting to know them and yeah. knowing how far we can push them, what they can tolerate um, and, and how far they want to take it. 
Yeah, it's exactly that. So, you know, is the, the idea, of course, is just to literally strip back as much body fat as we can do during this 12-week period um, and then tweak it week by week. So we're, mm. we're obviously, we're not going where with maybe normal fat loss clients, do I say gem pop because we're all gem pop, but mm. like, you know, you might go protein and calories. With these guys, we are going more of a macro-based approach because yeah. we want them to have more energy, more food volume. Um, we want them to to be more aware of their food choices and be more organized with yeah. their food choices as well. It helps with a bit of an educate, like they'll get an education. They'll understand more about the nutrition as they're going through it if they have to pay more attention to macros. And it allows us to keep them a little bit stricter with food choices, doesn't it? Because yes. if we keep them on lower fats, not not low fats, I so don't hear that and be like, oh, they're, they're cutting out fat. We're not. But relatively lower fats and higher carbs, it means that you can't quite be as flexible with those food choices. You can't work you're in the fattier foods, about what snackier you're foods. And and it, yeah. naturally by doing that, so if you're giving a client kind of macro base, macros to, to work with and you give them a maximum fat target, you know, say like 50 grams, you know, just by the nature of doing that, naturally they're going to bring their protein and their carbs up. Mm. And more protein and more carbs means more food volume. It means better recovery. It means better energy levels. So we do think for this, for, for what we're doing over the next 12 weeks, pretty much everyone i would imagine will, will be on macros all the way through as far as i'm aware like everyone yeah absolutely everyone and then it's just a case of seeing how they go week to week we'll adjust things like the steps and the cardio as we go through the weeks won't we um and just see again how much time they can put to it how far they want to take it how much we can push them um and then from a cardio point of view we track it based off calories expended don't we yeah so we don't unless I suppose there is some situations where someone might play a sport or might do something where we might just track it as their training for that sport. But generally, we don't say do 20 minutes a week on this or 30 minutes a week on that because the problem I found with time-based goals for, for cardio is that between if you're using machines in the gym, it They're varies all, all so you. much between how many calories you burn. Even, the, even like a Stairmaster in one gym and a Stairmaster in another gym they, they give you out different units. Well, yeah, I mean, if I got, so I went into the gym yesterday, I did like I had some cardio to catch up on, so I had like 600, mm. but I did 400 and stepper, which took me like 20 minutes because mm. I, I, was, I was going at a decent pace. And then the 200 that I had to, to make up, I was done on the stepper. I was absolutely battered. Yeah. I went onto the bike, took me like 25 minutes yeah. to do 200. So yeah, yeah. That, as Jake says, I think it is, you know, it's, it, it is relevant that I think, you know, the, the fact that we don't do it in time, um, and at the end of the day, the, the whole calories in, calories out deficit equation is based off of calories expended. Yeah. So it makes sense just to track the calories that you're burning from that cardio yeah. and not the time that you're doing it. And we know that those calories aren't going to be 100% accurate, yeah. but as long as we the right get a consistent part. method of tracking things, yeah. we know how to adjust that accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then through the 12 weeks, again, depending how lean people get, we might start trialing carb ups or refeeds, see how the body responds to different amount of carbs, how it looks after they have a certain amount of carbs. That pro I imagine that probably won't happen on blitz. I could be wrong. There could be some people who are really lean. Um, it yeah, it depends you know. on the person. For the large part, part, probably not. We'll just diet them all the way into the shoot. Yeah. For some people, for like some of my one-to-ones at the minute, one of my guys has got a shoot in three weeks. So this weekend, we're doing a bit of a carb up over two or three days, see how his body responds, get some pictures. And then we can use that information to then, during if we need to peak him for a shoot, we can carb him up properly for a shoot. Yeah, and I think that's where obviously one-to-one -one is just a little bit more in-depth, like I say. So with one-to-one, -one, we might phase it out rather than just being 12 weeks for a cut. Like I say, they might go through a, a six-month gaining phase with maybe a, man, a mini diet break in, included in there at some point. Mm. 
Um, and it just allows us to, with one-to-one, obviously, you know, listen, Blitz is obviously lower cost, so it's it's designed to get in, get some amazing results and get out kind of thing, whereas one-to-one, we can just kind of, we can take you to the next level because we've got more time and we've got more more to work with. Yeah, we've, I mean, one of my clients, he dieted for six months last year for a photo shoot last November. He's then just had six months in a gaining phase of which his weight did not budge. Like his physique continued to change. So like his waist carried on coming in, his shoulders were looking bigger and his weight just didn't move for six months in a gaining phase. Yeah, we were over the moon. (laughs) And now he's back into a, I think a five month diet for a photo shoot in the photo shoot in November. Um, And he's already like, four or five kilos lighter than his last photo shoot weight and we're literally like two weeks in and it's and but that's been spanned out over what is going to end up being about 18 months yeah. but it just gives you that nicer amount of time but yeah from, from a blitz point of view it's it's just we hit the ground running and and we see what we can do yeah so there's there's nothing crazy to it really you know no. um and as always <clears throat> you know good coaching just comes to tweaking it based on the person yeah each week. So we might reduce the amount of refeed days over time. They might go down to purely just dieting days. If we realize that they maybe can't handle that, we'll say, okay, well, we'll keep one in or we might keep an off-track, an untracked meal in once a week or something like that. Yeah. Just depends. Literally, is that's why it's coaching, in it? Yeah, yeah. It's just dependent on the person. Um, And I suppose this kind of, we've kind of answered this to a certain extent, but how you get clients to be better with food choices when photo shoot prepping. It is that macro-based approach, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is literally that. So again, going back to what we said there, naturally, if you just give someone a calorie target and a protein target, there's way more flexibility. So you could be, you could you could go and have a Mackey's or whatever. As long as you're getting those calories right and those proteins right, it doesn't really matter that much. Mm. Obviously, we know that leads to, generally speaking, bad adherence because something like that's not going to satiate you. It's not going to fill you up. You're going to feel like shit. I'm not, I feel like the more you work those things in, the more you get cravings for them as well. Of course you do. Like, course you do. if you just cut them out, and I don't like to be as extreme as just cut them out because you don't have to, but if you do, you will find after like I think three moderate weeks, them is the right word, isn't it? Yeah, you will find after like three or four weeks of not having them that you don't get the same cravings. for. Every now and again, you might do, of course you might, but it's not like a weekly thing of, oh, it's that time of the week again, I want my Mackey sort of thing. I think the best way to think about it, so if you look at like, I don't know, like the Pringle advert, I always think about it when you pop, you can't stop, right? Yeah. It is literally that when it comes to those kind of foods because you have something that's highly palatable. Yeah. And that's just a fancy way of saying it tastes fucking nice. You have something like that and it's generally high fats, high carbs, etc. It almost reminds you what you're still missing out on. <laughs> bo- and, and no, but generally speaking, I think your body's like, fuck, I want yeah, more yeah, of that. Yeah. Like, give me more. The next morning you look at like your, 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 your normal meal and exactly. you're like, dull. This is shit. Yeah. So yeah, I think it is, like I say, the, the best way you can do that without giving someone a meal plan, which we don't really do and, and mm. we wouldn't advise people to do all the time. They're, they're quite good in certain they could they can be they can be in this instance for a photo shoot just in even just as like okay this is how you could structure your day yeah um but what i'll tend i know you do the exact same thing is we'll we'll give macro targets we're like right these are your macros and then i'll say right for the first week i want you to take pictures of your food screenshots of your my fitness pal tracking of the meal send it over to me and let's just see how we get on and let's just make some tweaks and then it's literally that they'll send me the pictures through and I might be like, okay, cool. Your protein serving looks pretty good, but we could add a bit more veg in here. We could maybe swap this carb sauce for something like this. Have you thought about working this snack in instead of what you are having? Uh, so like That's I had a really good way of doing it. Yeah. So I had one, I had one yesterday in uh, one of the pictures. He's not doing a photo shoot, but he is dieting. And one of the pictures he sent me through was like three pieces of fruit as he's had three snacks through the day. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. I was like, but if we take out just two of those pieces of fruit, 
you'd be surprised how many calories you have to put in different snacks or yeah. to put more food into your meals. Main meals. You'll feel fuller, like you'll feel better off of it. Yeah. And I, again, I've got a, a, two guys who've just started and they're both sending me screenshots out of my fitness pal plus the meals. I had a guy send me like his breakfast yesterday, which there, there's nothing particularly wrong with this because we know there's no good or bad foods mm. essentially, but it was beans on toast with some full fat cheese. As yeah. I said, there's nothing particularly wrong with that. There's a decent amount of fiber and stuff like that. We're okay with it, but it's lacking in protein. Um, you know, we could be sensible with our calories there and go, well, let's switch out that, you know, the cheese for low fat cheese, you know, there's little tweaks that we could make. But the main bit of advice there was we need more protein in our meal because you want to get ahead of your protein early on. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think what, what the point that we're trying to get to there is getting pictures from your clients in terms of like what they're eating yeah. is a really good way of, get, of understanding what they're eating. And then you can, without changing their, their week completely, you can make subtle tweaks to it. Yeah. And that just goes a long way. Yeah. I mean, I was sent you this morning. I'm even sending pictures of my food to one of my clients at the minute who's dieting for a shoot because he's been really struggling to sort of shift his food around. We've taken pictures of his food. We've gone through his meals. We've tried adjusting them. He's still not quite sort of getting it where he wants to be. So he was just like, can you send me what you eat so I can reference it towards that? And yeah. he's not copying what I eat because it's pointless because he doesn't like a lot of the same stuff that I like. But it gives him a visual idea of how his plate should look in terms of how much veg should be on there, how large the portion size of like protein should be and, and stuff like that. So I'm just doing, and I said to him, I'll do it for a day because I was like, once you've seen one of my days, like how I eat for one day, I was like, You'll, you've seen it every day because it's pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I was like, but even that just gives a little bit of a visual cue for them to like, okay, well, I, I remember on that meal, there was like three or four different colors of veg. So I need to try and make sure in my main meals, I'm doing something similar. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, so... Yeah, that, hopefully that kind of covers it. But, um, you know, macros, obviously, because it just helps, but it just for, forces people's hand a little bit into yeah. what they can eat. And then if you really want to go into it, get some pictures and stuff and just review it. No, we don't We don't worry too much about fiber, though, do we? We don't, no. we don't get them to track fiber. If we get told that they're either, if something isn't adding up and they're not losing weight, we might look into fiber. If we get told that the digestion's being a little bit off or they're not feeling great and stuff like that, we might look into it over really we don't tend yeah. to we don't tend to worry too much about we give them a guideline of how much they should be eating but that's that's it yeah um right where are we up to so i think we've kind of answered most of mine i've, oh, I've got one more let's do yours and then I've, I've got one so this is just to be very clear we are not business mentors so i, I want to be really kind of clear on that because well they, we did we put those question boxes out thinking it'd all be fitness yeah. and nutrition so this was yeah this is what came through but this is, i thought this was a really good question so from a coach, starting from scratch as an online coach, biggest thing to work on. So starting from scratch. It's just results and personality, really, isn't it? it is like or results and content you could maybe expand that out into, just getting content out. And knowing who... Uh, yeah, no... I was going to say knowing who you're speaking to, but also... I, I don't... I don't think that matters too much when you first start in. I agree. I was, I, that's why I was, I was kind of moving on to that. Because when you first start online, it's just about working with people. And fig and from there, once you start working with people, you can then start figuring out who you enjoyed working with. Mm. And once you kind of identify, oh, I enjoyed working with that person, what were their problems? Then you can start speaking to that, <clears throat> that niche in a bit more detail. Um, but yeah, to start with, it is literally getting your personality out there, working with people and getting results. Yeah, um, yeah. Even if that means pulling siblings, pulling mates into it and just being like, look, can we do obviously you can literally work with them for free and just be like can we do something for like eight weeks ten weeks see what we, i did that when the, the first i think the first like result i ever got on posted was my brother yeah because i was just like look he was up for doing it i was like let's do 10 weeks I, it might even have been six weeks 
see what we can do with you. Yeah. Um, and that's how I that. did it. So that's a, so I got, I think I got five people kind of like friends and friends of friends because I didn't want to just kind of work with people yeah. and friends because it can get like a little bit whatever. But um, And I just said, listen, it'll be 12 weeks. And I just, I did charge, but I charged a really low cost. Like it was stupidly low cost yeah. just to get some kind of buy-in from them. So 12 weeks, um, we'll get you a result. And these people all bought into it. I got some great results with them over 12 weeks. Posted that, that led on to clients. Yeah, yeah. When you start getting clients, you start getting more results, obviously, and just putting all your focus into that. Yeah. And I, I think that's a really good way to start because people do, at the end of the day, like you can be great on social media. You might be the best person on social media in the world, but if you're not showing that actually you're good at your job as well, like you probably won't get that many clients. No, it's like, yeah, showcasing what you do. And then content-wise, just putting out content yeah. in whatever form. Because you're not going to be great at it when you start. Like, you're not going to like a lot of it. My first video was so bad. Yeah, video, even, even, so bad. yeah, even just like if you do graphics or oh, you do everything. like everything, like yeah. it's going to be pretty shit, like pretty shit to start with, but you've just got to get through. It's the same as being in the gym. You've got to put the reps in the gym. You're going to build that. Like, it's the same thing. So many kind of like so many crossovers there like through the gym and just being a coach like he's literally just putting the reps in yeah the more you do it the better uh, and then i think just talking to people but not like mess don't just like we don't do this and we've ever done it like just, don't just message people like have you got any training questions i can answer like genuinely just fucking if people message you just chat to them like a normal person like you would if you bumped into someone down the pub just like have a conversation with them yeah have a joke with them like be genuine when you are if you're interacting with their stuff or you're responding to their stuff like don't do it from a a viewpoint of, oh, I'll try and swing, reply to this conversation so I can sort of hammer it in the direction of fitness or training. Just, just chat to them. Like, yeah. So, <clears throat> so this guy actually, I've just gone on your page. Um, so just get more content out. So he's got, he's only, he's got kind of very new to it. So we've got like 80 followers and five posts. So yeah, for you, without a shadow of a doubt, just get more and more content out there and more. And you've actually got a few kind of like client wins and things. So you're clearly working with people, which is great. So 100%. If you're in that position, more content, more results. Yeah, yeah. And, and, to, and the more, the, in fact, actually, the more you can do, the better. And that's like, the question was what to do starting out, but even just the, doing that can take you a long way. Yeah, it can. Like, it can take you most of the way that you need to go. Like, the, yeah, get, yeah, then, yeah. like, getting sort of distracted with the nuances of, like, editing or videoing or lighting or, like, niching and stuff like that. That really doesn't need to come from. And we should that. probably say, if you're not already, like, the guys we work with, Dan and Mike. <laughs> yeah, they, they go follow literally them. what they do. So, yeah, yeah, this is um, out of our... You know, check them out as well. <laughs> it leads in nicely. So the question I had, which was, um, it was just a voice note I got the other day from from a coach that, that follows me, which was literally just my best advice for how to start doing video content. And that was literally just fucking do it. Yeah. Like, it is just start it. You're going to feel awkward as shit on camera when you first start. I literally, like, I remember the first video I posted, it was about, like, banking calories for the weekend, I think. Like, it was, like, mm -hmm. it was, that was so really, really basic. And I did it with the whiteboard, proper, like, James Smith's, like, I think, wannabe. But, like, at the end of the day, when you first start, you don't, you don't know you, I know it sounds daffy, you don't know your own voice on camera because... No. When you start speaking on camera, it's not you initially. Like it's just fucking. It just very wooden. You like a deer in headlights. Yeah, exactly. You're just staring at the camera. I mean, I used to make the mistake. It wasn't when I, it, my phone was fine, but when I got a camera and you know, obviously, you can see yourself on yeah. the screen. I used to watch the screen and talk to the screen, and then you'd edit it back. And you're like, I'm fucking looking at the camera. I get distracted <laughs> with my own reflection. But I remember genuinely, like. I mean, seriously, it took me six hours to film this first video, which was about a minute long. Yeah. Just because I kept messing up. Like, I just kept messing up. Like, I kept tripping over my words. And then once I eventually made it, 
I was so scared to put it on Instagram. I mm. kid you not, I had like a little fucking breakdown and Louise was like, just post it. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to be there, like nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. And like, I was like, okay, posted it. And I got amazing feedback, like loads of people, like everyone reached out. I was like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you've just, and it wasn't, it was shit. So they were, <laughs> they were definitely being nice. <laughs> it's not got much better since either, no, has it? Fucking hell. <laughs> but at least I'm comfortable doing it now. Yeah, with yeah. With how shit I am now. <laughs> But that, yeah, with, when it comes to like video content and stuff, it is literally just like, just do it. Yeah, just do like, it. Like, we're still not great at it. We're just, we I'm don't. Still, I still, every time I set up my camera, like, I, I must have posted hundreds of videos now, same with you. But every time I set up my camera, I still get nervous doing it. Like, mm. like do you know what I mean? Like, do you still get I think it's just, it still, it still takes a few attempts to get into it first. It does. You have to warm up. You still question how you sound. And then I guess it's just then do variations of if you've got like a set script, do variations of set lines and just see which feels and natural. You can edit. Remember, you can edit. You can edit shit out. So like, if you mess up, like it's fine. Just just say it again, and you can edit it out. Yeah, and you're probably going to sound like a lot of other people before you actually find your your sort of how you sound. Your style. Uh, you'll mimic other people, but I think that's normal as long as you're not word for word copying. That's that's just sort of part of the course with it. Yeah, really, definitely. Yeah, I I remember I've, I've I'm still kind of like in a weird way, still kind of like trialing out different content yeah, all the time. I kind of say, oh, did I like that? Did I not? You know, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you're always kind of sampling new things. Like I'm still, I'm speaking as myself, I suppose, which is one thing that you do get better at. Mm. But different styles of content, and then you just see how you feel about it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just as that, and then over time, it'll just start to feel more and more natural. Yeah. Mum says it all the time. She's always like, "Oh, you come across so natural on camera." She's like, "What?" So I was—I don't think we've spoken about this, but when I was like—I don't know if I've told you—but when I was like a baby, baby, yeah. I was on like Emmerdale and shit like that. Yeah, I don't remember you saying. Yeah. So she's like, "Oh, you were born into it." I was like, "Not really," because all I was doing was <laughs> crying or shitting. That was literally it. Like I didn't do anything. I did—I can't even remember it. I was like, "It's just," but yeah. Born, born to be a star, mate. <laughs> Hardly. But yeah, but yeah, it's just—it's just put the reps in. Even if you don't use the content, like I would, I would pull it out. But even if you just go through the process of filming it and editing it, that that counts yeah. for something. Yeah, because we've we've got loads of videos that we'll have filmed that we've never posted. So we're just like, nah, that's terrible. Yeah, but it is what it is. You just got to keep doing it. And yeah, it does. It just takes time, doesn't it? Yeah, it takes time. I think that's it. I think that's all the questions we had for that. That's it. So yeah. Um. So if you need any help with your business, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm joking. <laughs> right. Um. Thank you very much, guys. Catch you in the next one. Speak soon.